0: Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that...
1: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night.
2: (laughs) Welcome back. I'm Bonnie, and I'm joined by Katie, Leah, and Rebecca talking about our one cool environmental gal. Lee already talked about Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, but before we dive back in, let's get to know something random about our gal pals. I want to know, like, adventures in recycling. <laughs> recycling stories. Tidbits. Ooh. Thing uh, is, you recycle. You know, almost by
0: telling a recycling story, it's like we're
1: recycling a
2: story. Oh, oh. oh. Meta.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just did that to stall because I don't know what mine is. <laughs>
3: you know, since yes. I'm always like cooking and kind of food's mm-hmm. my hobby, yeah. I'll say I get the most thrill out of recycling ingredients. I don't know yeah. if that mm. makes sense, but you know, you like, yeah, like buy leftovers, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, leftovers are like you buy a whole thing of celery because yeah. you want mm. to make one recipe but then you have to think of how to use it yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm making myself sound very innocent i know i still waste <laughs> plenty of food and it's one of the things that bothers me the <laughs> but most you're making is, an attempt like mm-hmm. our world in general has yeah. especially here in the united states we have such a significant problem with food waste yeah oh. mm-hmm. totally yeah. exactly throwing away so like the most excited i get about recycling is when i think of a clever way to like repurpose an ingredient mm. so it gets used mm. in our food and not going yeah. in the trash That's a good idea. Mm. I do like that. Like, when I can just whip up something out of, like, three random things I find, I feel like a freaking genius. Like, you have (laughs) won the day. I have, yeah. (laughs) I get such a thrill.
0: (laughs) Sweet. Mine lately has been craft projects. Mm. Just, like, uh, even the, oh, the artwork that's over there. So, like, Mm. the artwork that's over there in the roots is actually... um, the paper filler when they send you a box you mm. know what i mean like sometimes mm-hmm. amazon mm-hmm. will send yeah, you the yeah. the bubbles but sometimes they'll send you the the oh, you know yeah, the brown yeah. craft paper yeah. so like i use that to like twirl it to make mm-hmm. the roots for it um i've used um other just weird material like oh i know we had uh Ohura's training academy right and mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. had certificates for completion well we i i spelled some words wrong so there, there were some beautiful gold foils on misspelling certificates, and I kept on thinking, okay, I'll find a use for these. And they became in an artwork too. I used the like the gold foil again. So finding things, especially my mistakes, <laughs> to be able to incorporate them into an you mean art your project. My happy little accidents. My happy little accidents. Exactly. <laughs> I can make this into some kind of art or cra- or even like when the kids have a project or something yeah. like that. Be like, yeah. Uh, multi-purpose stuff.
3: <laughs> See, I think that sounds like a superpower. I keep random stuff like that and never think mm. of anything to do with it, and it becomes junk that makes me angry. Yeah. 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 I'm and you have to just give it away or take it to ride. charity but or it's something. Probably yeah. the
0: same thing with ingredients. Like, yeah. there's going to be some ingredients you won't be able to fit into things. There's going to be tons of stuff I've saved that I can't fit into a project. So, yeah. it's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. That more of it doesn't work than works mm. <laughs> that I hold up to. <laughs> I still have too many popsicle sticks. Let me put it that way.
3: Thinking mm. there's going to yeah, be
0: some craft project and i yeah. popsicle sticks. And no, no.
3: You know, since in our intro episode, we were like given a hard time about Gunner, my pup. Yes. Mm. I have to say he's an avid recycler. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. His passion is life is to break down and tear apart boxes. So then I can put them in the Malt. recycling bin. Yes. But yeah, he's incredible See? recycler there you go <laughs> yeah. maybe he's
0: maybe he's uh reincarnated from i don't know a mulch bin <laughs> he's just
2: trying to like
3: just, i mean <laughs> just we call him a junkyard it. dog at our yes, house but know. that yeah. sounded nicer
0: what you said. <laughs> recycled
3: <dog>. mulch bin <laughs>
0: <laughs> rebecca what about you adventures um, in recycling
1: so i like the food idea i do definitely recycle leftovers <laughs> so if i have like leftover it's not that uh creative but if i've like leftover like taco meat or something i'll Mm -hmm. make like nachos later in the week right yeah or and it's basically like what do we have in the fridge and we just throw it all together (laughs) um and also like (laughs) and i'm not so great at actual recycling but i do have compost oh yes there you go see and i was saying earlier so i did find my friend has a um she has an etsy store called made in suburbia and she takes vintage towels that have like really cute like floral patterns like or designs vintage. yeah Vint- yeah like, yeah she'll find them at like um old uh you know i guess goodwill that kind of place right. I, don't know. I don't know where exactly secondhand yeah. yeah secondhand i don't know where she actually sources from but um but then she has like she makes them into like shirts and sells them on etsy and it's like so cute you showed us yeah i was showing you i'll put them in the show notes too yeah 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 yeah. so (laughs) she's my friend Lindsay and it's just she's been posting them at certain points on her instagram and i was just like that's such a great idea because it's like i wouldn't i don't know if i have any of those towels sitting around because i usually i'll kind of recycle towels in the sense of like If it's not a towel I can use to, like, dry dishes because it's, like, kind of stained or whatever, I'll maybe put that, like, under my cat's water dish. But that's not that. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm not throwing it away yet. Like yes, I'll no. save it. It's
0: finding a new purpose until the trash can.
1: Right until yeah. it gets to maybe it's gonna be a grease towel later or it's exactly. gonna be or a hair
0: dyeing towel is usually mine like oh. they're bath towels and then once they get like ripped or a little bit then they become a hair dyeing towel Oh, that's pretty. and smart. then yeah well because yeah. I tend to get the hair done. I have my hair dug on the dog once. I just stain mine
1: <laughs> I just stain my towels and <laughs> yeah. keep using them but they're kind of the same color shit. so it sort of works
0: <laughs> Yes there you go. See we bought white towels we weren't thinking. Oh <laughs>
1: my husband bought white and, yeah and i was like at one point i was, so like, I was like no why
0: would you buy a white towel no. it's because like you
1: can bleach it you can bleach why. it yeah it, it's the only reason on one level it makes sense because you're like well hotels use white towels it right. kind of makes sense but yeah. then on another it's like then they smell like bleach but then it's also yeah they smell like bleach one and my cats love bleach there's like a whole science oh, no. behind like cats and bleach and crap something about the scent it's not bad for them because it's, yes. by that point it's all like yeah. bleach. you know it's all cleared out it's or, washed out yeah, yeah it's all rinsed out but it's also like I don't like to talk about that forever. But then, but at one point I was like, but I use purple hair dye. So I can't mm-hmm. use a white towel with a purple hair dye. Cause it's going to kind of leak So I'm going to have for... to buy purple towels. Right. That's and I have the only way. But I already have like purple towels that are kind of old and falling apart, but I'll just use those. And he's like, oh, that's so nice. I'm glad you thought about that. I'm like, yeah. I think people think about this kind of stuff. Yeah, they sometimes, do. But... <laughs> anyway.
0: Bonnie, what about you, darling? Um, What's your adventures in recycling?
2: Uh, we recycle. A lot, between recycling and, and the compost. Mm-hmm. We really don't have that much trash. Oh, nice. Well, um, Like, like we'll go two or three weeks before putting the bin out, and it's not hey. even full. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm like, a comp- I got a, a, you are a master bin compost set up, a four-by-four mm-hmm. four thing, mm-hmm. trying to make compost for, you know, free dirt. See? Yes, yeah. there you go. A list on the fridge of what can go in the compost and what can't. <laughs>
0: nice, there
2: uh, you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do the scrap towel thing. I am like, I hoard scrap towels, sweet. I use them for uh, when I do like painting, hmm. Like, I'll cut up oh, towels yeah, yeah. into smaller things to so, like wipe hmm. my brushes on and stuff. We use them to bathe the dogs, right? Hair dye, yep, got of a course. hair dye one, yes. Uh, I cut up uh, plastic bags to put over like my paint palette oh. instead of like saran wrap. Like those grocery bags? Oh, yet. that makes
0: sense. So it doesn't uh, dry
2: out. Yeah. So the paint doesn't dry out. Yeah. Um, and then I'll yeah. I'll reuse them until they like rip. Oh, nice. Um yeah. Returning those. My Meyer finally started put the bin back out since COVID of recycling oh, bags. Yeah I, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. even know how many bags of pla- filled with plastic bags are in my <laughs> house now <laughs> just over waiting. like a year. Because they weren't letting us use the uh bring our own bags yeah, either. Exactly. Yeah. So I was just like, mm. Mm-hmm. You were stuck. Like right I had in just between, gotten yeah. uh, little produce bags, right. so we could not use those. Mm-hmm. I was like, um. Yeah. And then when I do my uh, Etsy orders, I'm always either reusing boxes mm-hmm. and shipping mm-hmm. materials, right. or, um, for like my pens and postcards, I've got these little pouches from Eco Enclose that mm-hmm. are padded mailers. It's got uh, like newspaper on the inside. Oh, this so it's made from recycled stuff, and mm-hmm. it can be recycled. And then I've been trying to do the compostable plastic bags to put my artwork stuff in. Right, yeah, okay. Although like, I think some people were like, it's not really compostable. Right, like, yeah, so the jury's know. out.
0: Yeah, I'm trying. I, yeah. mm-hmm. I know I watched a really long SciShow about different materials and how mm-hmm. long it took not mm-hmm. only for them to break down, but then also... The environmental impact of even making them in the yes. first place. Oh, yeah. So right. a lot of times, right. like they'll break down fast, but the what you need to make them mm-hmm. is not as environmentally, like,
1: or what you need to ship them. Yes. yes. Like exactly. if you're shipping them on like mm-hmm. giant trucks that use a lot of gas, mm-hmm. it's going to have some other impact, right. some other place, or they have to clean them, and then it's like the waters or really, the yeah, bleaching always, process. Really, if yeah, it's yeah. cotton and fibers, and so, yeah, exactly. So yeah. in other words,
0: it's complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you use there's why, nuance. Yes, exactly. You use what you're comfortable with. And what you can recycle and reuse and stuff yeah. like that. But I dig it. I want a uh, body list of what to recycle. Right? and Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> well,
3: I think it's really interesting, just this discussion we've had briefly, mm-hmm. like what you can find to do with things. Mm-hmm. And you can really find a lot of those resources online. Like just yeah. a random one I know is, did you know you can take your old medicine empty? uh medicine bottles with all the labels peeled off to the humane society oh and they use them to send home medications with the animals. oh i didn't know that yeah, oh that's, that's nice. a good so one so i've been collecting all of mine and like to do that meticulously nice. peeling off the stickies right oh, <laughs> i don't want you to, to know, get know what ready. my medicine is oh yeah i guess <laughs> i guess now that you bring that up like we have like a whole
1: uh like cabinet just full of old um like ball jars but oh, also yeah. like
0: Yep, and jelly and
1: jam jars and salsa jars and it's like that sounds like such a great idea but then like they sometimes kind of still smell a little bit like little what bit. the
2: food was Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, but
0: sometimes
2: I started... think it's not too bad. Yeah. <laughs> the modern ones you can run them through the dishwasher.
0: Yeah, I've run some. yeah. Yeah. But... Not always the like the lid necessarily cuz I've had lids that gone through uh... the dishwasher and then rust.
1: Oh. But we have yeah.
0: really hard water. Lids... Oh, Katie yeah. knows cuz yeah, it's just yeah. really crappy water is what it is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but like I and I was saving them forever and I was like I need to do something with these jars and then like I don't know a couple months back there was a sale on apples of all things and I was like Ah. oh I'll go ahead and get two giant things of apples. I'm not sir Yeah. (laughs) So I made applesauce, and I had all these jars. See? And then I was freaking out because I read somewhere that if you freeze a jar that's full, it could explode. Oh. So I was trying to be careful about how full. You can fill it pretty full. I know. It's it's just the fermenting. It's when it runs out of space. Yeah, you just need, like, a little bit at the top. And so then I was like, okay, well, I have, like, all these jars in this place. Or we use them for, like, you know, grease or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Stuff we're just throwing away, but.
0: i got a new Um, one for you, Rebecca.
3: Once you grow your wildflowers, use them as vases to give away to friends and neighbors. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I love them as gifts. Yeah, Yeah. they're really
0: cute, mason jars. Mm -hmm. My girls actually put their Legos in mason jars. Yeah. So they buy little kits and the little kits instead because you lose the box and instructions yeah. and all that stuff. So then they have different sizes of mason jars that they put in there. So they have their LEGO kits.
1: See, yeah, I just See? need to figure out uses because I keep stuff. saving yeah. them uh, mm-hmm. and I feel bad throwing them w- or even like sometimes like plastic. I don't say plastic is much. They're hard to but,
0: store. Yeah. So if they're yeah. not used, they're just kind of like, oh my gosh, why do I have all this? Right. But then once you need them, you never seem to have enough of them. Right. By right. the way, right. this podcast is brought to you by mason jars, right. ball jars, <laughs> ball and and jars just off the road in Muncie. Uh, I I like there's like a whole ross exhibit here. at Minnetrista. Exactly. you can also see the bob
1: ross exhibit <laughs> when you're going up there we're just all probably like we need to travel because we haven't right? been able to in so long this is yeah. gotta just make up
2: things to do yeah i was the one of the people last year that got into the canning yeah because i had the garden so yeah. you gotta can right so Learning about doing all that stuff have you made pickles yet i've made pickles <gasps> i should i'll bring you one next okay, time because okay. we have like like seven jars of pickles we've gotten into one no way and there's like I've okay, did i two pickles. different recipes i did three and i don't like that first one okay <laughs> yeah because that's the thing it is yeah i hear <laughs> it's pickle it's a pic- pickle ah! uh, but n-uh. i do hear it's hard to do it yeah. yeah it it wasn't that hard but there's like a couple different recipes for like we were making dill pickles okay i love dill pickles okay um, and then, yeah, I really wanted to send some to my cousin. Has yeah. like a thing about pickles. <laughs> it's the story of like when he was a little kid, they had some scratch and sniff book, uh-huh. and one of the things was pickles, and oh. he loved pickles so much that he like peeled that off of the book and ate it. Oh god! And then oh, when they handed it down, <laughs> when they handed it down to um. his younger brother, there was no more pickle. Oh. Great, so I actually, I found a <laughs> I shirt for, a for Christmas that was a snatch and scratch a and scratch sniff pic- pickle. Oh! Nice. Did it really scratch? It us? didn't. It didn't oh. really smell, but it was, but like, it was it like,
0: like, a, like, a. it looked like a sticker. The idea yeah, was the there.
1: old school sticker. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's adorable.
0: Um, God. Children
2: of the 80s. <laughs> well, who is your one cool Ooh. environmental girl, Bonnie? My lady. Yes. You'll have to forgive me because there's a bunch of Danish I'm and a bunch so, of sciencey stuff. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, it's, I, I believe her name is pronounced Inge Lehmann. Sounds about or right. Or Lehman. Something like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can
0: even get fancy probably go in gang. Yeah. You want to like oh. overly pronounce all of the yeah. letters. It's <laughs>
2: kinda hard to find stuff on her because it's all in let's see what would that be? Dutch? Dutch? Danish? Something. Something. It's not German. Right, no, it's not. Yeah. And it's yeah. I
0: almost went like, to Germany. Like anytime Amsterdam, I, Amsterdam I saw British.
2: it written, I was thinking of uh that, that Swedish <laughs> Swedish chef guy. Uh, Herger Furger her, her. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it looked like that. I was like, oh <laughs> It, lo- it looked that like very silly English, <laughs> and I was loving it. Yes. Uh, but her parental grandfather laid the first Danish telephone telegraph line. Oh, wow. look at that! Her father Alfred was a professor of psychology, mm-hmm. and she was born in 1888 in Copenhagen. Sweet. And she had a sister named Harriet. Okay. And that's about all I know about her family (laughs) stuff. Like it was very hard to find like personal details about like her life. Gotcha. Like her like I have no idea if she was married or had kids. Oh, like I couldn't find anything on that. Yeah. Mm. Oh. She attended when she was a kid. She attended a school run by the aunt of Niels Bohr. Okay. A future Nobel Prize winner in physics for contributions of Uh understanding atomic structure. Nice. Um, and she's quoted as saying um, about the school that there's no difference between the intellect of boys and girls was recognized, a fact that brought some disappointments later in life (laughs) when I had to recognize that was not the general attitude.
0: (laughs) So she was taught equality and then thrown into the world where...
2: mm, Not so much. Great. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she lived and studied in Denmark where... There is very little seismic activity. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, she called herself the only Danish seismologist. <laughs> right. Uh, she discovered the Earth's inner core in 1936 when she was 48 years old.
0: That is mostly what I know about her. Yes. Is that that, that's her, her, her the, big
2: thing. The core. Um, in 1928, she was put in charge of the Royal Danish... Geodetric Institute of Seismological Department.
0: Look at that! Give her an award for saying that. (laughs)
2: There's all kinds. She's like running all kinds of different part, uh, uh, departments. Head of whatever. First woman doing whatever. Nice. She's like a whole list of these things. Well, because she was taught equality. (laughs) (laughs) Um, before her, the belief was that like below, like. They thought the Earth's crust was, like, really, really thick. Mm-hmm. Thicker than what we think of now. And that it only had a molten core. Uh, but scientists kept getting, like, weird readings when there would be ever be earthquakes. The um, seismograph was invented in 1880. So, eight years okay. before she was born. But it was still, like, kind of new. Mm-hmm. Um, but she discover the earth's core by noticing a difference in the wave patterns from an earthquake on the other side of the world earth i think it was in like new zealand the waves act differently when they're passing through a solid or a liquid Mm. and also of like they'll like kind of go around the solid so there'll be like a dead space
0: Mm. oh you're listening for almost a hollowness or something there'll
2: be like a shadow zone where there's like just no waves there Mm. oh so that's how she, like, figured out that there was... Something solid. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, there's stories of, like, her doing her work in her garden. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they mean garden by, like, backyard. Right. Or, like, a garden garden. Right. Because it was, like, very very British thing <laughs> yeah. I was reading oh, she's there. She's going to the British
0: common gardens. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: but she, like, recorded measurements, and she just had them on scrap pieces of cardboard from oatmeal boxes. Oh! Cause apparently she recycles. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she's got a garden, she's recycling, yeah. and she's figuring out what the
2: center of the earth is. But she's is. got them like mm-hmm. like they're describing her, she's got on. them like busy. in like different oatmeal bins and then also on scrap pieces of cardboard and just like <laughs> figuring out all her stuff.
0: Whatever you get it detects. Which is
2: cute. <laughs> um, she retired from the Geodetric Institute at 65 Ooh. in 1953. Uh, both both World Wars and the Great Depression had an effect on her work. Because mm-hmm. when there's a Great Depression and World Wars, most people aren't really, like, giving money to... Seismic. Yeah. Scientific study. Yeah. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had another, like, go around. Like, after she retired, she was like, well, now's when I can get some real work done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she was in her 70s, and she sh- turned her attention to the Earth's upper mantle, Using data from underground nuclear explosions. Oh wow! And so I'm like, I don't even know what's going. Like, what? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Girls going nuclear.
0: (laughs) What? Right.
2: Uh, she also lived very long. She died in 1993. Oh, whoa. At 104. Oh, my gosh. So my lady was 108. Your lady is yeah. 104. And your lady was born in 1990. I yeah. was born in
0: 1888. Oh, my God. I wonder if
2: they knew each other.
0: I mean, they were across the world from each other, but at the mm-hmm. same time, well, they were
2: science and she nature. She made and... trips to the U.S. I don't right. think she ever lived there, but she gotcha. did like a tour or something a oh, couple times.
0: I'm sure there's a world's fair somewhere. <laughs>
2: that, that Chicago's World Fair that yeah, everyone goes to? The Big
0: Columbia one, yes. Gosh.
2: <laughs> but the the boundary between the inner and the outer core. Yeah. Um like she's got two boundaries in the Earth's crust that are both called the Lehman discontinuity, like oh. named after her and they're like two mm-hmm. separate regions. Oh. So I'm like how can you have two? They're like named the same thing. Right. But they're two different little things. They're named after her. Cute. A uh, seismograph was included in a mission to Mars. Oh, look at that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's using kind of like the same techniques that she used to make observations about Mars's core. This ah. is the Seismic Experiment for the Interior Structure, launched in 2018.
0: So, the same thing that she used to figure out the Earth's core. The rover might be trying to figure out, or yeah, it was Roberts it was like a Denver, robot right? that
2: like dropped down this little thing, yeah, and this thing is like sp- it's a special enclosed thing because they messed up the first. Um, oh, I thought I put it on here. The first drop. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they did include seismometers in the Viking spacecraft missions. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first one, Viking One. It was still on the craft, so it's picking up movements of like the actual craft. Oh, makes sense. And of the wind. And then the second one just didn't deploy properly. Oh, okay. So that's like when they're first getting readings about Mars. Yeah, yeah. And on Mars they're called Mars Quakes.
1: Hmm. Mars Quakes because <sighs> they're not Earth. They're not Earthquakes. earthquakes. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> <laughs> i love that i read that this morning. i was like
2: that's so freaking adorable um <laughs> uh, women in denmark gained the right to vote june 5th 1915 1915 so before u.s women yeah. Yeah. and yeah. i think i would also put it before british women i think yeah, yeah. i think they were a couple years 1917 yeah i think mm-hmm. you're right i think
0: it's 15 17 and then 20 yeah
2: yeah She's got all kinds of awards, and she has awards named after her that they Sweet. give to people, and she has an asteroid named after her. Yay!
0: That's our favorite thing, is when somebody <laughs> has an asteroid named after that. We need to like
2: get a little map and put it in the library of where all the asteroids are. I know!
0: Or the nebulas, like the horsehead nebula, yeah. that have been discovered by women or named after women. That would be fun. <laughs> See, off it. <laughs> I know a little bit about her like just mostly about her uh the identifying the ears core because she's mm-hmm. in one of my women of stem uh mm. that uh, I would go into schools about and talk about Inge Lehman so um I for some reason I call her Inge because I just I
1: love the fanciness <laughs> I also call Target 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 <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's like a minnesota midwestern it's probably a minnesota thing yeah but we call that here too so i don't
0: know
2: i grew up in india we call it tarjay sometimes Mm -hmm. if you're feeling fancy exactly it's just to be fancy in minnesota did they add the s to everything like no. a lot of people call Myers? it Myers oh, like and Kroger's. it's no. like, specifically Martians. like stores,
0: right? Yeah. No, I got here and went. People, there's no S on it.
1: <laughs> we call
0: it Aldi's, right? But then it's not. Aldi's. There's no. Yeah. There's no S. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that one I have not witnessed until moving to Indiana.
3: Oh. <laughs> well, maybe because you're going to the store. Yes. That Aldi's owns. Correct. So it's right. Like, it's like apostrophe, apostrophe S. 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 And I'm gonna get some soda pop. Yes. <laughs> There's other weird
0: things that I
2: say. Yes. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool environmental gal as Gal's Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening.
0: For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gal's Guide patron today.
1: Thanks for listening.